0: Hi, kathy hey don hi addy hi.
1: hello hello a, you hi <laughs> you, you know so, we thought mercury was in retrograde i think it followed us around i think it's just following us something it's, it's on like, my ass I don't, I don't know what's happening it's like, like the
0: adams family black cloud and the cartoons oh is Lord. Us.
1: i don't know <laughs> i don't know but i would like to thank our guest donna will introduce for uh for your patience and understanding. So go ahead. So,
0: um, a few months ago, I, uh, joined a webinar. I signed up for a webinar about, um, about money and a conversation about money. And I thought, you know what? I have a terrible relationship with money. It's free. And it was through, um, an organization that, uh, it, that, um, supports uh creatives freelancers specifically and um so i signed up with you know very little expectation and this kick-ass girl woman young woman who i looked at her and i thought oh my god she's like i could be her mom what can (laughs) and of course i had the you know old lady you know gen x like what can i learn from her well let me tell you she impressed the fuck out of me nice her her very first thing she talked about was wellness and alchemy and how it has to do with money. So I immediately, right after the podcast, told Kathy, or right after her webinar, I told Kathy, I'm like, oh my God, I found the person to come and talk to us because she gets us. She doesn't know us. She wants to be our friend. We want to be her friend. She just didn't know it yet. 100%. So let me introduce Morgan from holisticbucks.com hello hello hi hello. i'm morgan joining us from canada correct
2: toronto yeah toronto toronto, toronto as they yeah. say
0: the six toronto <laughs> as they say
2: yes and
0: um i realized as i introduced you i don't even know your last name i don't know if you use it Does oh gosh
2: um yeah black Blackman. Huh? awesome yeah. yeah you can laugh so if you want. I'm, I'm totally why good what well, i think white because was... i'm like you know a black woman i don't know i got teased a lot it's
1: would a you tease me if out. my name was kathy white like you know we just did yeah, this, yeah it's like one of those you know, okay <laughs> yes
2: it is okay. Kathy I've, white I've, I've, it's okay i've come to terms with it,
1: but, embrace, yeah. it embrace, embrace it, it. man of course of course so cool. you could you
0: could just change it to kick ass like i just started.
1: oh morgan kick ass
0: yeah
2: Morgan Kick-Ass, I could, yeah. I probably should. I mean, it gets even worse. My middle name, well, my middle name's Nadia, but the way that my parents spelt it, it's like N-A-D-A, so it sounds like Nada, so it's like Morgan <laughs> like Nada Blackman. It's actually, they did not think this up. <laughs> they did not think this up. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. But first of all, you're so, I just want to say, I know you, everybody. We can't see you, but you are a stunning, beautiful black woman. We Thank adore, you. and your name does not define you. Not not. Amazing. So you're not a. You are Yessa. Yessa. Your name is Morgan Yessa. There you Yessa. go. Yessa, black <laughs> There you go. Yessa. Yessa, kick ass. Yessa, kick ass. Yessa, kick Yessa, kick kick ass. 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 Yes. There you go. That's <laughs> hilarious. Because then my name would be like. <laughs> and he would be like, Kathy, dumbass, if Don had game, No. Kathy, dumbass. Yes. It, could it could get worse. It could get Like, worse. I have like this, 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 this crazy, you know? Anyway, yeah. you're yeah. gorgeous. And we're anyway. so happy for you to be here. And um I, I also, what I love about Don is when we first, we, we had a meetup, not too long. We had a meetup before we did this to see if you liked us because. <laughs> We're vetting you. We just really, Donna really fell in love with you, and I totally understood why. Yeah. And then we were able to spend time together, which I was happy. Donna was like, you know, Donna was like, you gotta, you know, Kathy's got to give you a session, and I just really appreciated that because we got to know each other. And you are a remarkable, remarkable woman, and I'm so grateful that you wanted to come and and share your story with us. So I just wanted to say that too.
2: I appreciate that. And I love what you guys are doing to spread, you know, awareness about spirituality out there and just yourselves and your funny, goofy selves and so authentic, so
1: I love that. (laughs) Before you start, Morgan, um, kick ass, (laughs) I just have to say that I did get a message from Morgan that she loved DJ Hematite. I'm just saying that. I'm just (laughs) saying that I have my five Australians and Morgan, I'm in. I so am good. so good. Thank you're you. You're up there with, um,
2: what are their names? Oh my gosh. Those like two astronaut looking figures. Oh, oh death gosh. punk. Yeah. Death, death punk. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. oh my
1: gosh. Oh my gosh. punk. You put me in with that. Oh my God. I'm going yes,
0: to.
1: Oh, great. Thanks
0: Morgan. Now she's done. Oh, shut I love it. Up.
1: Oh, Aries is coming in the big she head. The marshmallow head. That's me. <laughs> except with my real head.
2: Oh yes. That one too. Marshmallow. I love, I love you. <laughs>
1: <That's> thank you. <laughs> Yes, yeah, we so, <laughs> take that insight yeah. worldwide.
0: There we go. <laughs> that's that's what
1: said. So Morgan, mm-hmm. I know this hour
0: is gonna go by so fast. So <laughs> I want you to uh, the, that's fun. sorry, Donovan's calling me. Um talk about holisticbucks.com and how your journey started with the connection between alchemy and money. And
2: money. Ooh, oh my gosh, it's a lot. Okay, so holistic bucks, the intention behind Holistic Bucks was really to blend the world of finance and wellness together. I felt like I didn't see enough of it. I didn't see enough people talk about money from, you know, a more trauma-informed approach, from a more spiritual, mental, and emotional approach. So that was really important to me and just wanting to bring my own personal unique journey towards mastering um, um building wealth to 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 the conversation and to both of these spaces as a black woman too right and having my own unique experience with that um and primarily i work with women and i i think i have such a soft spot for women because i well one personal life uh reasons i just grew up seeing a lot of women stuck in sort of toxic situations with partners and um you know some of that has to do with money some of that also has to do with other things but um i saw how um a dependence on others um or a dependence on other people because other people were like the breadwinners or the 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 the, the primary person bringing in the money they weren't really able to leave certain situations and so um as i got older that was something that was really important to me and i think i mean um in addition to maybe my astrological chart <laughs> i think being born in like you know under some of those circumstances and seeing a lot of the um the woman in my line both on my, my my dad's and my mom's side um yeah it just really affected me it was something that was really important and out of fear i didn't want to be one of those women and so i was always like mm-hmm. i'm gonna make sure i have my money shit together <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know it's sort of like you can actually repeat the cycle and be the victim or you can be the one to sort of um, break that generational curse, right, and start over um, and not have that be your story um, and your children's story down the line. That was really important to me. Um, But also just seeing, like, women, like, take over the world lately, you know, the past couple years, decades, where, Mm -hmm. you know, we – I mean, we're still not earning the same amount of money as, like, men, you know, to the dollar, but um, we are – you know, there's a lot more opportunities – to uh be had out there for women and some of us are becoming breadwinners in a household right women are starting to make more than their counterparts some of us are starting to start businesses and we're just bringing in a lot of money and i think it's really important for us to to be confident in the money that's coming in and how to manage that um when traditionally men were the ones who were mostly managing the money in a household right or at least determining where things were supposed to go um so especially for single moms too as well you know um Doing it by themselves, I think it's even more important to to have a healthier relationship with your money and 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 build wealth and know how to build wealth on your own as well. Um, both for like, no matter what gender, I just think it's really important to, you know, to have your own money shit together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's sort of like how it came about, like why primarily I I focus on helping women. some people may be like, Oh, why don't you help men? Like, that's like, that's my biggest reason. Um, you know, I know still power to men. I I want men to be wealthy too, but I think it's equally as important for women to be um, just as confident right in that area. And yeah, so I started last year um i wasn't too happy with my nine to five it wasn't giving me any meaning i in purpose uh, i went to school for international development so i I always knew i wanted to start a business or not for profit or some cause that was gonna like give back and help um and just help people you know to live a better life or you know or or communities um to thrive and to prosper and didn't really know it was going to be with money but um i'm happy that it is because i feel like money is um the driving force of most of our lives like every decision we make it's based on how much money we have right yeah. <laughs> um yes. if we're able to afford this particular service or product or way of life so um you know kind of goes back to that saying like money sort of rules the world it's like what what makes the world go around so uh really important for everyone in their lives and yeah i i um i've been a diy investor for the past five years and so i've Along that journey and um, being able to, you know, start investing and working backwards, you know, paying off all my debts and building up a savings and kind of going through that process. Um, I'm at a place in my life where I feel um, like I have a really healthy relationship with money. Um, I, 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 My financial freedom... I guess uh journey is it's not complete i feel like there's more that i can do but i'm you know i i'm i'm at a peace of mind right with where i'm at in my finances i have a solid investment fund all of that great stuff and i know that there are a lot of people that aren't at that level (laughs) and i wasn't always at that level right and so helping people to specifically women once again get to that point right where they feel incredibly secure around their relationship with money um and what's in their bank account Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just realized last year, like, if I want to start a business and, and, you know, at the same time creating positive impact back out into the world, um, why not start with what I'm good at, right? And, um, what are most people's pain points and concern, which is money. And so, right. That's how coaching kind of came about, and holistic books.
1: So, so Morgan, I have a, so I just want to touch a little bit about what you just talked yeah, about. Is time. that <laughs> no, no, no? that's we're on yes. a podcast. We're supposed to talk, so I'm glad you're not sitting there quiet. Okay, so yes. <laughs> please talk away. We have we have time, and um, but I just want to reiterate where mm-hmm. the attachment is to listen to what you have to say. Is that why we can identify with that? Is most of us, not all, but most of us have to use money for survival. There wasn't a, and then and then the the conversation with um, I know for like you were touching on single mom. I was a single mom, Excellent. and um, you know even if you weren't a single mom, you know you struggle and you have to survive and you know trying to do your passion as your job, you know is is a question. There's there's two parts. There's your divine path and your livelihood, yes. and you can separate those two. Um, you know for me i could not live off my passion and my divine path because i'm a minister and we there's a lot of service and volunteering so making money was very difficult and connecting the spiritual like the way i was taught now again there's a there's an age difference here how when i went to seminary there was no collecting of money it was offerings it was donations so yeah i so I would charge only 35 dollars for you know this was you know we're talking 15 20 years ago for a session which is i couldn't survive off that but there was a sense of guilt of taking when you have a gift through quote god service right so i think that the mindset was very struggling when you're trying to find you're trying to make money off your divine (laughs) divine path so i love that you talked about that where so i had so we have to most of us have to have two different lives one is your livelihood where you make your money which is a steady paycheck and then your passion and your divine path yeah. so where where did you kind of did you always have like what you wanted to do was always associated with money or what came what was the turning point for you to say this is what i want to do and this is how i'm going to make money
2: yeah no it's a really good question um so, yeah, my mindset was really different <laughs> going into uh, my degree, I guess, in international development and, like, where I am now. Um, I really grew up with the idea, or, you know, I mean, just growing up in a Christian household, I sort of had that mindset mentality that, like, you know, it's not all about the money and actually all the destruction, all the chaos that we see today. It's because of people's love and greed for money. Right. And so... Um, I think with having that background I always need I actually thought I wasn't going to make a lot of money in my life because I knew that whatever I was going to do was going to be more in the area of um, not-for-profit work right and more mm-hmm. like volunteering giving back and I know people that have jobs in those particular fields don't make a lot of money right which is ironic because that's the field of like the light workers the healers the people that are actually doing the most good are the ones that I'm making the less you know yeah. um less amount of money and so I kind of already went into it or even going into school studying my degree in international development knowing that I probably wasn't going to make a lot of money in my life and like that wasn't the main focus it was more about like the work that I'm doing what kind of impact does I have in the world right and leaving my legacy that way but um <laughs> I also had like I mean, I sort of realized as I got older, when I got my first job at 16, you know, started making my own money. You know, I have my friends. There were things that I wanted to do. There were, you know, things that I still wanted to do for fun that costed money, you know? Like if I wanted to go and and eat out or like go shopping and buy certain things and things quickly started to add up. And so there was a certain lifestyle that I realized I like to live. And I, I still like to live. I'm someone that's, you know, I'm definitely like, I wouldn't say social butterfly, but um, I, like, I wouldn't say nightlife, but like, I just love social interaction. I like being out there. I like traveling. I like, you know, um, being in the thick of things and what's happening in the culture. So sometimes that can cost a lot of money. And I realized that what I wanted to do wasn't going to make me a lot of money. But then there was like this certain way that I wanted to live my life that Mm -hmm. um, required me to be making this certain amount. And... Mm -hmm um that's where sort of that conflicting and I think a lot of spiritual wellness like people in the spiritual wellness space go through the same thing too right um where Mm -hmm. it's like how can I be intentional about the work that I'm doing but also um live like and I wouldn't say above my means but live um meaningfully right and live a more fulfilled life and not have to um suffer
1: Suffer. How about we stop yeah. suffering? How about we stop living suffer. Jesus <laughs> because Jesus isn't fucking here right now? Let's just use the it word. It drives yes. me crazy. I don't need <laughs> to curse and say Jesus, I love Jesus, but I'm just saying, like, it's such a mindset, Morgan, that yes. we have to suffer and we have to have poverty. And that I have been in that mindset and I agree with you hundred yes. percent that it makes no sense. We are here on earth and we need money to survive. Yes. And we want to be comfortable. Yes. And the more money I have, the more money I share. So, I don't understand that philosophy, which was taught to me. And look how angry <laughs> I am. This is me angry, by the way. Of course, yeah. I see, yeah. you can't see my my face. It's <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like you suffering. know, like sometimes why.
2: I, I try to avoid using the word struggle cause something, you know, that could be triggering for people. So people don't like to hear oh, that. But we all struggle.
1: Look, struggle, I, we all struggle. Yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> and that's actually something that like, I've been thinking about a lot too, without going too off topic, but like, I'm also like, we're kind of all here to str- struggle, you know, so does it really end? Like, even if it's not with money, like it will always be something else in a way, yes. you know,
1: to learn, um, we have to learn, we have to learn, and we have yeah.
2: to learn. We so to ride. yeah, a very interesting take. But, um, yeah, I think I, I got to a point where it was like, I, no, wait, I deserve to still help people and still be able to, to live comfortably. Like, that's fair, right? If anything, like, that makes sense. That's how the world should work. But for some <laughs> odd reason, it doesn't, right? And the people who aren't really doing, you know, the people who are making the most money out there, I'm not saying that all rich people are evil, you know, but there are great examples of that, and that's usually, the only example I feel like see, this is a right?
1: controversial podcast. <laughs> Don is is very excited. It's the most, <laughs> yeah. very excited about this. the most controversial, controversial.
2: <laughs> yes. um, But, you know, and even just from, like, a spiritual sort of perspective, yeah. like, you can't fill someone else's cup if yours isn't filled, you know? Right. Like, 100%. You can't, can't fill from uh, an empty right, cup. Yeah. You can't pour from an empty cup, and so no. how are you, like, I started to really think about it i was like how am i helping other people to overcome poverty if i'm still poor myself like this doesn't make how are we like how am i teaching someone else not to struggle and i'm still struggling so um yes. i was like yeah there there has to be a better way and i think the way that i see it my philosophy around um you know um making more money and and, and making more than maybe what you need is that um I don't know, I just, I just feel like we all, you know, like it's our birthright. It's everyone's birthright. Really, I think to... that
1: the, I don't mean to interrupt you more. Yeah. I just want to just, yeah. Money is Donna explains this all the time and she's helped me mm-hmm. because when I was joking before, I really wasn't joking because I've had I've needed help getting out of that mindset yeah. that charging charging was stressful for me yes. and needing that support to say money is energy. So, money and time are equal. Everything is energy. Money, time, your physical energy Mm -hmm. is all the same things. And when we do, we talk about pentacles, uh, you know, in the tarot deck. That's your material things. That's your energy and time, your energy and your body. It's all work. And money is in there. And I think that the relationship with money is the expectation that first of all it's a class it's a class system right we yeah. live in a we it's like we, we live in a society where the more money you have the more popular you have the, the, more the there's a are. yeah the more power yeah. right yeah. and power is controlling everything and then mm-hmm. here we are we try to do good in the world and we want to be we want to be available the issue is, is with when you have a gift of spirit right which is kind of what we're talking about i think yeah. and correct me if i'm wrong what happens is that our compassion Is set with we want to be available to be a better angel. I want everybody to be available to me me. so that I can love you. So if I charge, you know, thirteen hundred dollars for one hour, I'm not available to everybody. Yeah. So the guilt of like if I charge too much, then I'm screwed. If I don't charge enough, then I'm hungry. So where do you find this balance? That yeah, fine
2: line, yeah. Yeah. There's
1: that fine line. So what with that understanding mm-hmm. and why you you what Donna was talking about in your workshop, that was so drawing to people is that you have your own personal story, yeah. of where did it start? I want to know where did this part of your life when you said, "I'm changing everything. I'm building myself up," yeah. and this is what I'm teaching. So, what can you share with us that personal? That part,
2: I mean, two two ways I got to that. Um, and sort of piggybacking off of what we were just talking about a while ago, but I started to realize that, you know, I can create change and, and help people from a grassroots level. I can give away all my free time, I can volunteer, um, or I can also be rewarded for my time and energy, um, make lots of money and use that money as, you know, like the powerful form of money and use that energy as a, a weapon to create policy you know like to create change in the policies that are in place in the world right to to give back to create my own you know sort of not-for-profit organizations to be mindful of where my money is going um to support you know causes all of that great stuff and so I in, instead of trying to incite change from a place of lack I wanted to incite change from a place of abundance and that's sort of where it clicked for me and i was like yeah no i'm like i deserve to make enough money to also live my desired lifestyle while also still pouring back into other people um and and then two i think what sort of made it click for me and this is sort of tying back to like how to how like money is energy um but like investing in a weird way i see it as like magic because <laughs> you're putting money into something that somehow generates a positive return on your investment you know without you having to put in that extra time and energy right like that's even something i think einstein called it like the seventh wonder of the world um interest right the fact that something can just magically compound on its own (laughs) without you having to add anything to it right that's a great example of like you not even needing to put in time and energy into something to be rewarded right Mm -hmm. like you are just worthy mm. of just of, of just receiving right mm. in abundance and so when I w- I was in university at the time third year and I was you know kind of struggling with these different concepts of or, or just just ways of thought and thinking around um um around uh you know how much I want to make and, and and how much I'm able to give back and I yeah I just I had a friend who had a a financial advisor, she was seeing a financial advisor at the time and I started to just learn from her, I just started to be inquisitive and ask her questions and she was like yeah I, you know, this financial advisor is putting me on to this investment product where you put a little bit of money in, whatever I had, savings, you know, from my job last summer, I'm putting a little bit into it and by the end of the year I get like 2% back. And I was like, oh, this is like I didn't know it was that easy, you know, I I, I I, guess for me, I thought building wealth was so far to reach or something that I wouldn't be able to attain um, because of the the work field I was going into. And I think that's like a great um, lesson in that in itself, because a lot of the, the, I guess, financial goals I was able to achieve over the past five years, like I didn't make a lot of money, right, I was only making like $40,000 a year. Which is what, like the average, (laughs) it's like the average person's income, right? Medium household income, and so um, I think with investing, it made me realize that um, I can multiply the money that I have um, in so many different ways. It just wasn't really taught to me, right? Right. Um, And once, once she, once she sort of introduced to me the concept of investing, and I realized it was that easy. I was like, oh, this is. I think this is how people build wealth, right? Like people don't realize that, you know, even if you put away like $400 every month, um, if you know, for the next 30, 40 years, like you can see a million dollars in your bank account, you know, like there's, there's, I mean, I shouldn't say guarantee, but there is a way there's a pathway to building out that type of wealth. Right. But a lot of the times we don't think it's possible. And so I always tell people it's, it's actually not even about how much money you make. It's sort of like what you're able to do with that money and with the power of investing, um, using that to your advantage to have your money work for you. Um, you I, I, I know that's money. kind of like probably like it went off track, but no, no, that was what clicked for me, and that's what made my like my relationship with money shifted after that conversation that I had with her.
1: Mm. Yeah. How do you trust somebody to like for me? Yeah, uh, because uh, you know a lot of people may not have that much to even invest. Like I, yes. I don't have that's fair. Know, um, yeah. I don't you know when it comes to investing i mean i've done it a couple times when you know like you know from an, a small you know a little inheritance and then made something of it and but right now the way it is uh you know paycheck to table yes, exactly is what most people have so investing can be very scary Inve- and especially trusting yeah. people to do it and especially you know for me i'm not a tr- I, I asked Donna. i had um i wouldn't even put my money in a bank like I don't I I I, exactly, I yeah. you know I used to yeah. walk around and I don't walk around with cash anymore I'm just saying that out loud I don't walk around with, but like you know I used to have you know I was I hid cash that's just the way I was mm-hmm. brought up and then it took me a long time to even trust to put money in a bank so going from yeah. 0 to 60 can be very hard oh, and sure. so talking going back to the spiritual aspect mm-hmm. of money is that something clicks where You realize that you do have value to create money, you know mine was I knew I wasn't charging enough when I wasn't able to pay my bills, but I was helping so many people. Mm -hmm. And I knew things had to change and at one point, you know I didn't have a place to live and at one point in my life I couldn't feed my kids and at one point, you know so there's there's this 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 relationship where you make the mindset where you come from nothing to make something. And that's where the value yeah. comes in. And that's what the question I had was that, how did you get, you know, I understand that you wanted to, you know, I, I and I, I apologize if I'm coming in strong. I just want to under. I just want to get to know you more oh, yeah, that's fair, yeah. about what, what was that point where, um, you were so down to make this change for me not being able to you know not having a home was very stressful for me and i said you know what something has to change you know so what was your moment of aha i have to change yeah
2: Yeah. i think So, I actually tell people, like, before I even started investing, like, I had my spiritual awakening first. So, that was, that's most likely my aha moment. And it didn't have anything to do with money, actually. I feel like I just stumbled upon that path, like, by chance. Um, But, yeah, it was 2017, and I... That was probably like my like my shittiest year thus far. um I was in a very unstable toxic relationship, <laughs> which is very ironic because it's like i I you know i I grew up witnessing all the women around me um, mm-hmm. go through the same thing and then I end up you know um just sort of repeating uh, that that same scenario and so I was wasn't in a good place um mindset wise I was just you know, I wasn't living authentically as who I I was or who I could have been the highest version of myself um I was doing things to appease others um to appear a certain way in front of other people for clout you know trying to fit in um socially and drugs and just just doing a lot of things I probably shouldn't have done partying a lot um wasn't mindful of like what I was eating and just, just very like destructive behaviors, you know, um, we've and, all been there.
1: It's okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Of course. Yeah. We've all been there. And I, you know, that, that was just, I think, a, a a part of finding myself. I had to go through that in order to find myself, but anyways, this particular one relationship, it was just getting to the point where, yeah, I needed to to nip it in the bud and, um, coming out of that, I realized I didn't love myself as much as I I, I probably thought I did. Um, there were a lot of uh, insecurities that I had, a lot of shadow work that I had to do that I wasn't doing or I wasn't aware of until um, it came to that point. And I just realized that when I was like, I just deserve better. And once that relationship ended, I I just sat with myself and I was like, how, like, how did I let this happen? How can I make sure that this doesn't ever happen again, that I allow someone to treat me this way? Um... And so moving forward, and I I think naturally I'm someone that's always like, where do I want to be 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now? Mm. So I was also like, okay, 5 years from now, where do I want to be? What kind of relationship would I have? What does it look like? How does my money look like? How does my health look like? Like really just going through an audit of like my life and all the different areas of my life and how I can like evolve and be a better person. Um, and for myself, not for somebody else, right? Like I want to do this for me. And... um. Uh, th- so, like, 2017 was really weird, because as that was happening, I started to see, like, numbers. Like it, it, I, it, like, it actually all started from angel numbers. I just started seeing 1111 everywhere. And I was like, why, like, like, I grew up, you know, like, there's that saying growing up, like, oh, 1111, make a wish, you know, mm-hmm. and... <laughs> So, child, so I was like, oh, this is interesting, and I just kept seeing 1111, so I, I started researching, and I was like, 1111, and I think, back then, who was the, the it person, um, Doreen Virtue, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, she had, like, mm-hmm. her whole angel card, reading, mm-hmm. yeah, um, all of that, so then I started reading up on her, and just, like, angel messages, and I was like, uh, for some reason, like, around that time, I also realized, like, my connection with spirit was, like, like, just, like, non-existent, like, I grew really far apart from Christianity, like, I was sort of lost. I didn't have anything, um, like, like a spiritual foundation really. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I started reading up on that, it like something clicked, right? Like spiritually click and I was like, Oh, this feels so at home. Like I just feel so happy just knowing like I have these like angels watching over me and like angels wasn't like a, a too far of concept because I grew up Christian. So it's like, I already know what angels are, you know, God has his angels, things like that. So it already wasn't, too, um, too esoteric for me to start with. It was, like, right. you know, just, just taking it bit by bit. And I was like, yeah, I, I feel really comfortable with this. I feel at home with, like, these this, you know, these messages and seeing these numbers. And, of course, like, it it, it, it grew from eleven eleven to seeing all these different numbers and um and then i would meet other people that were also starting to see numbers like <laughs> you know i i'd be at like uh i don't know like um on campus there was like this cell phone repair shop and i remember going there one day and i was like um he was like fixing my phone and he was like oh 11 like he said it out loud to himself and i was like wait what mm-hmm. like what? Mm-hmm. um and he's like yeah like supposedly it's like angels and i was like this is so weird like it's like other people are waking up you know too mm-hmm. um the synchronicities were, were just wild uh yeah and then like from there i i started also um like i wanted to go to the gym i wanted to like exercise more and so i go to the gym and then i started learning about yoga and i took a yoga class and then yoga would learn about like you know like meditation and and chakras and so everything sort of just started to spiral i feel like um yeah, 2017 was the year of me, like... It, it, was, it was actually a lot. Like, I got introduced to a lot of things within the spiritual world. Um, you know, astrology and crystals. Like, I was, And a part of that was me, too, because I just kept searching and searching. I wanted more. Like, all of mm-hmm. it was just amazing. Um, and... Uh, yeah so like i always tell people i feel like i was already I, I, I was starting to do the work because of that right like just wanting to be a better version of myself starting to do the inner work like what is inner work right um and you know even like journaling manifestation and, and starting to research and get into all of this stuff and so by the time my friend said it talking to me about like investing i didn't really have my money shit together at that point right i was just like still like i was in, like a lot of debt i was in school a lot of student loans and um i had like a lot of credit card debt because i was someone who, who, who grew up overspending i had a parent that was like literally my only finance lesson was just make sure you pay the minimum payments all on your credit cards. Yeah, that's how right? <laughs> like, that was it. Terrible. So, so
1: terrible. Morgan, I I wanna yeah. you because you gave us a lot of information. Yes, I did. Anna, did you wanna yeah. say something? You, did you oh, have okay? God. Um so here we go. I'm gonna go yeah. back. Yes. Okay, so first of all, you're amazing and beautiful. And thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. That what happened was there's a difference between spirituality and religion. Yeah. So you grew up in a religious household, and the connection of spirituality may have been something you were searching for, right? And whenever the tower, like we talk about the tower card, you know the tower in the yeah. tarot deck. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's crazy, and you look at it and yeah. you go, "Oh my God, this is so crazy." That is the best part of life is when you meet that tower. The nervous breakdown is when you Definitely. you break down the foundation and you have no choice but to rebuild Start yourself. Over. Yes. So you answered my question was when was that when was <laughs> yes. that time that you said, Oh, I have to change my life? And it yes. makes sense because, you know, I, I'm a survivor of, of domestic violence, mm-hmm. right? Domestic situations and it's that's exactly. in the past and I'm you know, however that is. And the one thing that we strive for is that no one will ever have power over me again. Nobody will ever exactly. have power over me. Yeah. And money. Is power. We just said yeah, that, right? Exactly. And it's the one thing in the Maslow's theory of hierarchy of needs. When our basic needs are met, nobody can take anything from us. Oh, You're me. not going to take my pride, my self esteem, because I'll buy you out. <laughs> for you me, go. my money was my spirituality. Mm. When I got knocked down because money, because of how we were brought up, and Donna can talk more about how what Donna, like, we were just, t- I, I wasn't taught about money. It was just pay mm-hmm. your bills, pay the minimum and whatever. I, I hoarded money. I was a hoarder because I was a survivor. I always survived and I always had money, but it wasn't a lot of money. It was just like never spent money. And so for me, the aha moment, the the moment where I changed my life was when I realized, hmm, if I'm more spiritually powerful, then I can manifest, you know, maybe the a burn, a burning of a car. <laughs> manifest him to somehow have more power that I can destroy the earth from my eyes. I don't know what happened at that point where I had that power. But yeah. I understand that. And and what I'm understanding is that in order to have a successful life, there's there's you have to have the balance of mind, body, and spirit. That it's yeah. not all about money. And it's not yeah. all about the physical. It's not all about you have to have that balance. Yeah. And so That is where I can relate to the story of when you are, when you are knocked down, when the tower comes, you find out what your strength is and you found it through your intellect and your courage to say, nobody's going to have power over me because I'm going to have fucking money oh, bitch just and guess yeah. what happens right <laughs> exactly. and me i'm like oh i'm gonna do a spell i know what i'm doing right that's my way of doing it and some people like if you see those movies that Lo is always in with enough you know when she gets beat up and then she goes working out at the gym and she's like i'm gonna get you now it's you know so hard, physically yeah. because nobody's so what you do is you take yeah. your most authentic part of you and you strengthen it it's called strength-based thinking strength-based feeling Mm -hmm. your strength is your intellect and the way you can you you feel like power comes from and you and you embraced it and then you grew on it and that's why you're sitting here being super successful yeah Yeah. and that's how i felt about my spirituality was okay this is my strength i'm gonna learn more about it i'm did exactly what you did and i'm gonna like figured out. And of course I did not make money from doing it, but I sure <laughs> have, but I sure as hell got my self esteem back.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the most important yeah. piece. Yeah. I like the I like your story about um finding signs. I yeah. find that um you know it's it's the you know the old adage like you go through your whole life and you've never heard of this particular artist or something and somebody says hey I love blah 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 and you're like i never heard that and then they show it to you and then suddenly they pop up in front of your face everywhere yeah. and that's the kind of manifestation i think that the universe gives to you as we were talking about this before we got on the pod, before we yeah. started recording was that you know if you come from a place of gratitude and being grateful of for what you have right now and you're not um constantly in the mode of want need envy but you're like, I'm good. I really appreciate everything that I have. And you open up your heart, you move forward, you open yourself up for those signs and people come into your life for a reason. And, um, you know, what's funny is that Kathy and I, um, it's not funny. So, uh, (laughs) it's really not funny. So we were raised in a house in a household where, you didn't talk about your parents' money. Our parents never talked about money, mm-hmm. except for, ah, don't worry about it. Or if you have it, you can spend it, right? Exactly, yeah. And so, um, I mean, I, and, but we have, but we were given a very strong work ethic and we were taught, if you can work, that's your freedom. If you can work, that's what you, you can get that for yourself, right? But there was never, um, like, I had no sense of relativism, you know, like, so, and I, what, you know, my first real job, quote unquote, was in the not-for-profit world. And if you were, you were happy, if you could just pay your rent and, you know, you work for a mission-based organization and that should be your fulfillment. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's bullshit because you're underpaid. You are underpaid for your worth, right? And so um, I, you, there's this duality of self-worth based on your everyday work or every, and, and yeah. you have a job where people is like, that's such a cool job. And yeah, it is a fucking cool job, but you know what? It's not that great. Like I, I don't have much to show for it, you know? And um, side note, Uh, You amaze me because I don't know exactly how old you are, but you're really young enough to be my kid. And you say things like you were thinking about how you leave your legacy. It kind of makes me want to hit you because it makes me angry. (laughs) (laughs) It's not
1: just me now.
0: How (laughs) how together you are. I feel like such a shit. Like I'm 52. I don't really think about leaving a legacy at all. Yeah. and and here you are. That's part of your your life's mission as a young person. So um, it makes that makes me very jealous and um, envious, and I admire you and I hate you all the same. Time. <laughs> the same so, time. All at the same time. Right yeah. back at you. <laughs> Just so, for saying
1: that. <laughs> so um, yeah. you're you're
0: amazing, and it makes me no doubt that your legacy is going to be just fucking great and um, no, I only because that. you're that's even that's on your on your mind you know in yeah. your mindset yeah. and the other thing that we haven't talked about is that we've been talking about the positive things about money and energy and just um, uh, but like in our house money was also used in a very passive aggressive manipulative way my mother gave me really bad advice and she used um, money at, at, at times to um, uh, and not bra, it was like emotional bribery, I guess, you know, like swooping in to rescue, you know, she'd watch me struggle and suffer. And I mean, part of mine and Kathy's money journey, there was a time when we had this, journey, this poverty journey together was when I'm working for a not-for-profit and at the last minute, Kathy gets the shit beat out of her. Sophie calls 911. She's seven years old. And I'm like, get in the fucking car. We need to change our lives. I wanted to move out of the space I was in anyway. Um, And with absolutely nothing, we scraped together a little bit of money and we got an apartment. We didn't even have furniture. We had nothing, but we had each other. And There were, and at the time, Donovan, her son, um, was a baby and then into a toddler. He has mental illness and developmental disabilities. But when you have a little baby in your life with that, and you don't know what's happening and you start spending money on specialists and doctors with or without insurance, because all you want is a healthy baby. So we're going into debt, we're going into, we're just it money is just we just have to get from one moment to the next and unfortunately that perpetuates right mm-hmm. and then after some time my parent my dad says oh you know you're working so hard you're helping taking care of your sisters um i'm gonna give you x amount of dollars to help buy a house which was great it was a good leg yeah. up however um that was the only money that they ever gave me, which that's fine. They don't have to give me anything, yes. but they were also doling out money with my sister, Kathy, with my sister, Tracy, and um, all the while making us feel very indebted in very odd ways. And it was, it to me, it was weaponized. I can actually like mm-hmm. talk about it. Kathy and I had an estrangement that we talk about on the podcast. During that time, um, my mother definitely used money that she was telling me she was giving Kathy. Um, and you know, Kathy and I compared notes after my mom's death that my mom wasn't giving her that money, but she mm-hmm. was claiming to. Wow. And she was giving money to our sister, enabling her. Mm -hmm. And so when my mom died and that dried up, there was this whole domino effect of our sister, Tracy, who we've talked about on the podcast, didn't have the tools to handle that faucet drying up real fast because my dad is a real, like, you work hard, you deal with it yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not carrying you. I'm not gonna, you know, um, you know, my dad and I would argue over who's gonna pay the bridge toll if I was taking him to the doctor at the time. And I'm like, Dad, and he was he was a funny, fun guy. He was my favorite person on earth. But when it came to money, because I think he came from nothing, mm-hmm. he held on to it so hard to the point when we've talked about on the podcast that when he died, he left us all a really nice nest egg. And we were like, What the fuck, dad? We wish we had spent this with you. You know instead of us because he never went to italy to see his family and all that stuff anyway so so to me um i have such negative feelings about money because of how i was raised with it or without it and i resent how i struggled you know so hard and you know i i don't know i just i've never had a good relationship with money until recently. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, you know, during the time of COVID, when we all came to a screeching halt, and we got to reflect on everything in our lives, I really looked hard at my personal relationship with money, trying to wrap my brain around it. And coming into your webinar, going back to you, it really helped me, um, you know, bridge that gap a little bit and i really feel like um i feel like we have phases in our lives and i'm going into my final you know fuck you i'm a crone stage in my life where um i'm i i'm just not going to accept having resentment and accept that struggle it's just
1: that's good what's
0: what's ahead of me is abundance it just has to be and i'm going to manifest opportunity And i don't know exactly how to do that but one of the things that i did is i had the um and then we this might bridge into the next question i have for you so the first thing i did was prioritize going back to investing in my retirement plan that i started years and years ago and i never touched it i never it kind of stalled out at the height of donovan's um hospitalization and i was like you know what i'm if if i don't Eat well. I'm still going to put in. So I started putting in $100 a week into my retirement plan. I have them take it out of my bank account. And it's just like, if I bounce a check, I bounce a check, but I'm not going to let that bounce. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, like I prioritize yeah. that. Priority, yeah. And so just having that and then getting the quarterly statements, it's not a lot, but it's just a little, like you say, to see that it grows a just little start, bit. Yeah. Just to start, that's like, uh, um, orgasm through my ears. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So, for me, and then the next thing I need to tackle is my debt, my credit card debt. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I would love to know your advice as to like what, what are the steps to get to that place I want to be at?
2: Yeah. I was, I was actually going to say, like, the biggest thing i tell people especially when we're talking about debt or we're like regretting sort of our past or we're upset about you know how things unfolded just really like forgive yourself because you i mean you were doing the best that you could with with what you had right like mm-hmm. like you said your parents are sort of um you know emotionally manipulative with the money that they may have had or didn't right and um you know maybe if they didn't withhold money from you maybe you'd be in a better place maybe you wouldn't like we don't know right but you're at where you're at today like you said and you're starting to make better strides and i like it kind of goes back to too like none of us have the same timeline right like just because quote unquote you're supposed to have it all together and like you know a nice hefty retirement fund built out by like 40 that you know Mm -hmm. that's not going to be everyone's case some people may get there at 70 some people may get there at 20 but like nobody knows what kind of cars are going to be dealt with right and so I think you did the best that you could with with whatever cards um you had dealt right yeah i agree for sure yeah yeah i agree with that and so yeah i guess like when we like when we talk about debt i that's why like, i guess the first thing i always tell people is like just 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 forgive yourself because i know we're always so hard <laughs> on ourselves for thinking that we've amassed debt, but sometimes like it's just like the way of life like sometimes you just have to you know take out money that you that's 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 not, that's not yours um and when we kind of get back to energetics and understand that money is a flow, like sometimes you have to be okay with like not having it and then be okay with the times that you do have it. And actually my whole philosophy around like um, building wealth is that it's it's wealth really is overcoming adversity uh, while at the same time preparing for like the next opportunity. <laughs> and I say that because I, I feel like people have this idea that like rich people or wealthy people still don't like have roadblocks or things don't come up like you know they just have their own kind of Mm -hmm. version of money problems right it looks different they maybe have more money than you but they still have money problems um and i think it's you know how you face those problems but also when you do have you know like when you are in a place where more money comes into your life you know what to do with it. And I feel like for a lot of us, sometimes we're in that like vicious cycle of like trying to get by, we're struggling that when maybe we do get like a raise at work or like somebody gives us money, like you said, for like your sister, right? Like she was gifted with money. Maybe you guys weren't, she was gifted with money, but she still didn't know what to do with it. So <laughs> therefore it's sort of, she's she's probably still in the same place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do get those opportunities where more money is able to come in, um, that's where wealth is built, Right. That's where wealth is truly built from. Is you have this excess that now you're able to like, if you're smart with it, okay, cool. Like, let me put some to my savings. Let's start investing. But if you don't know about investing, if you weren't taught like financial yeah. behaviors or habits and patterns, then like, you know, that's, it's, 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 it's not going to turn out the way that you, you probably ideally would have wanted it to. So I always say like, forgive yourself when it comes to debt. Um, it's, it's already here. And, um, I think the next thing to do would be usually most people, I think one actually to be mindful of like how you got the debt, right? Because there's a difference between getting debt from like going to school or like buying a home, right? That's different than like you out there buying things you can't afford, like trying to, you know, Mm -hmm. appease other people, live above your means, get the flashy car, like buy the flashy, like then that's like a different thing. Then we need to kind of, do some shadow work right as to like why you're spending your money in a way to like self-soothe and like Mm -hmm. not the healthiest manner right right Mm -hmm. Um, i'm
0: definitely guilty of that
2: yes okay yeah and and me too because like you said like we were taught to like live joy you know like live life life is short just make sure you pay the minimum Mm -hmm. monthly payments Mm -hmm. off your card so we would justify every purchase right As, as as important or as like a need um but yeah, you know, once it clicks, you get to a point where you're like, I can't continue to live like this. Like living like this is actually causing more stress and anxiety in my life. Right. Like in the short term, it's good. Cool. I was able to buy something off a credit card, but then now I'm stressed out trying to figure out how to ha- how I have to pay this back. Right. Yeah. And then like some emergency comes up and then now you're like in a deeper hole and you're like, oh, shoot, I wish I didn't like make that purchase. I did like a week ago or like, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um so, you know, being mindful, setting up a budget, you know, starting to track your finances. If you're someone that's, you know, afraid of looking at your finances, that's a whole other, like, discussion to be had. But um, really tracking your finances is going to be important because you're able to be clear on, like, where your spending is going and um, addressing how much more mindful you need to be around the spending that's already being done. Um, and then that way you can start to focus on, okay, funneling it towards, like, paying off debt or building up my savings. Um, When it comes to debt, I mean, the best thing to try to do is, like, to pay down more than the minimum monthly payments, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which, for some people, they can't do. And so, I always say, like, anytime you're working towards any of these financial goals, savings, investments, paying off debt, um, to, like, as you're tracking your finances, to ask yourself, am... Do I have enough money to work with in order to achieve these goals? And if not, then I either one, I need to cut back or two, I need to like increase my income. And sometimes you can do both or for some people, you know, because especially for people who are already struggling, you don't want to tell someone, and I think this is a big reason why people don't like budgeting because it's very restrictive already. It's already telling someone who's already struggling to, like, cut back on things where, like, you know, they probably need and better essentials, right? Mm -hmm. Versus telling someone, okay, maybe you don't have enough money right now to, like, funnel into, like, your savings or to pay off some debt or pay off more than the minimum monthly payments on your debt. Like, why don't we get creative as to, like, how we can increase your income, right? Um, Maybe we need to, and this is where it gets interesting, because sometimes it's like, oh, like, go ask for a raise, but maybe you're in a job that you don't even like, like, maybe you need a whole completely different job, (laughs) you know, yes, Yes. instead of just making more money just for the sake of it, you know, like, I think it's really important that it kind of comes back to, like, your passions, and, like, what you're gifted and talented at, and, like, really enjoying the work that you do, because, yes, you can make a ton of money, but if you're not happy with, the way that you're making your money, is is it all really worth it in the end, right? right? Um, and to understand that you don't have to, you know, earn money from just one income stream. So you can maybe have a job that's like not like your, you know, your passion. It's maybe, you know, getting you by, but then maybe you start like a side hustle on the side, doing like readings or something or tarot reading you know, mm-hmm. like um getting creative in that way. But uh definitely when it comes to debt, I I'm usually like, okay, we either need to cut back in certain areas so that you can put more money towards paying off your debt or instead of, you know, approaching our money in a, in a form of scarcity and and restricting ourselves, let's try to get creative as to like how you can make more money. Right. And it doesn't even have to equate to you adding more time and energy into something. It could be like investing, right. Where like Mm -hmm. maybe you uh, I mean, that's a bit tricky because if you're paying off debt, you're probably not in the place to like invest or you're maybe mm-hmm. still prioritizing your debt. You're not putting as much money into your investments, but still when you're investing, like there's money growing on whatever you're, you know, you're putting away. Um, right. Morgan, it also, can I just,
1: yeah. can I, cause, cause I, I yeah. it's a lot of information.
2: Yes, yes. You're amazing
1: and a lot of information. Yes, I know. So yes. <laughs> can I ask you a question? So yeah. your job now, do you do money coaching? Is that what you do? I now? do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, holistic so, health coaching.
1: So the information that you're sharing with us yeah. is, is money coaching. And yes. so what I'm hearing, because I have to bear with me, I, I the mm-hmm. proce- my processing is course, delayed. Yeah. I'm delayed. So yes. uh-huh. <laughs> is that what I love is that, first of all, don't be afraid to invest. If you're in debt, right? If you're in debt, look at why you're in debt. Like, is the in yes. debt coming from an investment in you? Because the investment is also within myself. Like I, I have, I have like so many certificates and things because yeah. I'm like obsessed with certificates. And so that's an investment in myself. That's yeah. something different. But if you're going out and you're going willy nilly and buying stuff exactly. because you need satisfaction, then it's something to look at. Mm-hmm. So if the, what my issue was, is that because i for me personally, I'm a cash person. Okay. So my issue is that I had no credit. Like I've bought cars, but I would use a lot of cash with that. So now that I'm older, I have credit now. I've learned how to like get the credit card, mm-hmm. buy something small, pay it off quick, yeah. and build that. But it took me a really it took me a long time to figure that out, like a yeah. couple of years, you know? Yeah. So what so because we, we don't have a lot of time, but I just want to to say that I love the encouragement that you don't have to be stuck in a job thinking that you're gonna get money off a job you don't like. Like that's that feeling of stagnation. That if if you're if that is not giving you the money you need and you're looking for something else to do to kind of listen on that. That's the spirit, that's koala medicine. It's like, let the spirit guide you. Like, what is yeah. the passion? Can you make money off your passion? That's what most people do. A lot of, like I always watch um, uh, Shark Tank. Um, I love Shark Tank because I cry when they get a deal and I'm so excited for people to be successful. And um, is that a lot of the people have made so much of their millions by doing their crafts Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and and having the motivation that you can do it. So you have to have the empowerment to know that, Mm -hmm. you know, when something feels good to do it, you know, go ask for help and see how to do it. You're not on your own. And that's a mistake that I would do because I would be embarrassed to talk about my non-business savvy. I have Donna who helps, but I had to see a mentor myself to say business matters in the spiritual world, that there is a place for to be a better angel and make money at the same time. And that first block has to happen. The second block, it's okay for me to have money. I'm now saying prosperity is coming to me now, where I would never say that because it's it's a deserving aspect from past life things, Mm -hmm. but it's also that separating that it's okay to be a spiritual person and teach people spirituality, but always be accessible to everybody on different levels. And that's why we have Patreon. And I'm, yeah, Patreon (laughs) there. there. yes. Because for $5, you can can see me every day. For $10, you get a meditation. For $20, your VIP get two. For mentorship, you get 20 minutes with me. And then if you wanna pay big bucks, then you come and you talk to me and you get more, but it's accessible. And you can listen to the podcast for free and listen to Donna and me and your beautiful guests that come on. So I think it's, it's about, it doesn't have to be all or nothing.
2: No, no. And it could look different. Like I always say, like people build, like everyone's journey towards building wealth or being, you know, quote unquote, um, financially free is going to look different, right? Definitely. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to, (laughs) like no one's journey, you know, is, 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 the same. It's all unique. Um, but no, I yeah. Thank you for for definitely adding that piece to
1: no, it. No, you're welcome. Shout well, it's yeah. just it's you know it's 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 something we don't normally talk about on the podcast. We yeah, we don't talk about. Yeah. Never
0: talk about. Most it. people don't. <laughs> I, Most know. People don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I talked about, about money. It's triggering.
2: It's triggering. It's, it's. It's really triggering. It's hard to yeah. talk about. But I, Kathy, I also really and I I, I wasn't able to touch on it too much, but. From a business standpoint when it comes to like pricing and you know and like what do i charge i'm so used to like giving away my time for like nothing i always say you know creating offerings for people at different stages in their journey i realize that's what's worked for me you know so i don't like cast people out so i have like my high ticket offering which is for people who probably already kind of have money you know they have enough money coming in now they they paid off all their debts and They kind of have a savings, but they, you know, they want to better manage their money and focus on building wealth and investing and, you know, DIY strategies and and getting really deep into that. Then, yeah, cool. You can come work with me. Like, I, you know, I'm I'm really good at what I do. So, you know, you got to pay Mm -hmm. me what I'm worth in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know cool like let's work together one-on-one and then i have people who are like maybe not at that stage like we can't talk about investing like there are so many other things that you gotta unravel so many other you know it Mm -hmm. foundations that we have to put into place before we can even talk about that right maybe you're not even at the place where you even believe that you know like investing is like like how is this a good thing for me right you don't even understand the importance of investing so we need to get there first
0: right
2: um you know i have things more focused on maybe mindset, right? Mindset and starting the savings, right? Or how to how to stop overspending. Like those are things that I can make into like a course or an ebook mm-hmm, or a freebie, mm-hmm. right? For people that are like at the beginning stage. So right. I think that's what's really helped me too to make sure that I'm still supplementing myself and and, and nour- nourishing myself and creating a livelihood while also making my services accessible to other people at whatever stage they're at,
1: right? Right, right. 100%. Yeah. Thank mm. you so much, Morgan. So,
0: um, for the beginner who has never invested before, what's the vehicle that you recommend?
2: Ooh, <laughs> took a whole other episode. Um, right. Well, it could
0: be our next episode. It be <laughs> yeah, we, can just, we, can Black- yeah. <laughs> we could do with Morgan. Definitely.
2: Yeah. We could do so many episodes. There's, yeah. I there's know. So you lot. could
0: have your own podcast, Morgan. <laughs>
2: I, I, I've thought about it, but mm-hmm. I. I mean, you guys tell me. It seems like it's a whole nother business. I'm like, I don't know if I well, can run two Well, you businesses know what? This isn't
1: anything. a good example because it took us 20 minutes to get oh, no. fucking on the podcast. <laughs> there and there we We your mind. We're again Yeah,
0: exactly. But um, <laughs> it is a lot of work. It is yes. a lot of work, but it's worth it because, uh, yeah. well, we get well, the to thing we thing reach a-, a lot of people. But get back to, like, simple. So, So people listening to this podcast – What, like, maybe um, what's your best advice or vehicle for investing? Okay. And what is, uh, what is the priority, getting out of debt or building up your savings? Or do you do it at the same time concurrently?
2: Mm, Yeah, I would say, well, when it comes to investing, um, definitely making sure you do your research first, (laughs) thorough research. Um, But I mean... So there's two types of investing real quick. There's like the DIY side where you're sort of like doing it yourself. That's how I started. And right. that's typically how I invest. But you also have the the typical, the traditional way of investing, which is by having someone do it for you. And so right. most people kind of get all freaked out and overwhelmed because they're like, how do I invest? But you don't actually have to do the investing <laughs> piece. Like yeah. someone else can do that for you. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Talking to a financial advisor, financial planner at your bank. Like you can even just start there. Uh, recently, they have like you know with technology, um, they they have online investment uh, platforms that you can use now. That sort of I wouldn't say completely replace the financial advisor, but certain aspects of the onboarding journey. So usually when you go see a financial advisor, they're gonna ask you like, okay, what are your financial goals? Like what are you investing for? Mostly retirement, and then. Um, like what's your level of risk? Like these are even things you need to kind of explore on your own. Like what is your Mm -hmm. level of risk, right? Like how much volatility are you able to like tolerate things like that? Mm -hmm. Um, Robo-advisors are called robo-advisors, these online investment platforms will ask like the same questions, the same onboarding questions a financial advisor would. So I usually tell people like if you want to start investing like today, like you can really, I mean, you can set up an appointment with a financial advisor or you can like search up robo-advisors in your country and your, you know, like with the US, you guys have probably heard of like Betterment. That's like one online investment platform. Um, in Canada, there's like, well, simple. Uh, most you know, like, westernized countries should have a robo advisor uh, mm-hmm. platform. And I, I love how you say, say you
0: there. should know, blah blah blah. Because I know, I know oh, like I said wrong. that you should know. never heard,
1: well, I know. you were
0: like, I'm like, you probably know you have. I watched, oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> I watched the news once. I didn't Robin <laughs> do that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's
2: like Robin Hood, there's like. Well, you know, know, because like last year with there's just been a whole hype with investing, so I just yeah, assume yeah. like everybody's been trying what to like hop on this train.
1: What, and... what does assume mean? Come on, yeah, that's true. come <laughs> on, man, give me a break. I, <laughs> I, Some of us aren't thinking about leaving a legacy. I'm just trying, Morgan. <laughs> I'm trying to think about. I don't know. I have to fold my laundry when I get off, and yes. I'm gonna make sure that I don't put. Okay,
2: let's people. No, no, come
1: straight. on, we we want to say something. I oh, I was just. Well, told now you know. <laughs> I had to share something, Morgan. Yes. I want you to know who your audience is, which is me right okay. now. Is that um, my husband, my partner says, Kathy? Why do you have three bins? One favorite black leggings, one black leggings,
2: and one another
1: <laughs> I have three labeled like bins. Yes. For black, like I don't. That's my mentality is that that's how I organize myself, Mm -hmm. which is not necessary. It's like overkill with stuff. Yeah. So I think it's best if maybe we just write a list of things like we can put on our description. Because I don't know, I, I I don't know, I don't know what we're talking about.
2: I'll send you like like yeah, I'll send you the resources so if anyone listens to the okay. podcast hears it, we, yeah. Oh, oh, sure. I all, love like, it. The, guts, ah, the resources.
1: Thank you, Morgan. You gotta meet yes. us where we're at, Morgan. Thanks. Yeah, I, Thank I you so much, yes.
2: honey. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yes. Well, I mean, you guys know what a financial advisor is. At least you know yes. that, right? Yes. So well, we okay. do So
0: do know start there. <laughs> we do know that.
2: Yes, exactly. But um, online invest uh. In, uh, investment platforms um and then what was the other question
1: it was um savings, savings
0: and savings. um savings and debt do you and do debt. that concurrently
1: or do you do one and oh yeah the other? oh that's a good question because yeah that's a good question
0: okay.
2: um I say you can do a bit of both it comes down to the like the individual too like what would take the most emotional weight off of you so for some people mm-hmm. it's like I really hate seeing my debt right? Like I just Mm -hmm. want to get these student loans out of the way. I just, um, okay. That's good advice. Yeah. So I would say, okay. Um, you know, your savings, I I mean, I think it'd be good to have it at like a, a, I I call it like a starter emergency fund. So it's probably best to have a savings first before like really going hardcore and paying off your debt, like even a thousand dollars, because I realize, um, if you don't have an emergency savings, when an emergency does come up, then you're, you're gonna have to go to like towards credit cards and put right, yourself more into right, debt. So right. I actually believe that it's probably best to build up your emergency savings um first, uh, but to what degree that's up to you, right? So to a degree that you feel comfortable with. Best practice is like three to six months of your mm-hmm. your expenses. But for some people that like they don't want to wait that long in order to like really start paying down their debt. So I would say I think I forgot what the stat was, but it was like 60% of like Americans don't even have like $2,000 in their, their savings. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, even yeah. if you're able to Especially have Especially now, you
1: know? the COVID situation. Especially with COVID.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. No,
1: that's so,
2: not happening. Um, even if you have a thousand, two thousand $2,000, um, something just to start, Then I would say you can do a bit of both, like paying down a bit more into like your debt and then also still putting a little bit more money into your emergency savings as you go, doing a bit of both. Or if you get to a place where your emergency savings, you're like, I don't need to add anything else to this right now. I really want to focus on debt. You can completely pause it, put that on pause and like just go really hardcore with your debt. Right.
0: Mm. Um,
2: But that takes like some exploring to do and that's usually what i would do with like a client right to figure out like what because like i said everyone's journey is going to be different everyone has different needs different priorities um maybe your debt's not something that you know that 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 really bothers you but not having a savings is something that that triggers you and like maybe we want to focus on that first and then it's a question of like how big does your emergency fund need to be what's comfortable to you right Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so because you may have um, yeah you know you may have a home you have an asset there's like a lot of maintenance fees that come up with that and like unexpected expenses maybe you have a car that will break down so someone who like lives with their you know someone who lives in like in their mom's basement won't need as big of an emergency fund versus someone who's like (laughs) you know (laughs) with your sister Sir, I don't need that much. You don't need that much. Yeah, exactly.
1: Donna, move. We're moving in. We're moving in.
2: (laughs) So taking all these different things into consideration, but uh,
0: yeah. Morgan, I feel like we can talk for days. So what we're gonna have to do is bring you back. That's all. That's all there is to it. Yes,
1: thank you, Morgan, so much.
0: Before we go, tell everybody how they can find you and what they can do to get more involved in your stuff.
2: And my stuff, yeah. I'm I'm actually peeling off of. I'm slowly starting to to come off of Instagram, so I'm not gonna promote that. But um, my website, you can head to my website, holisticbucks.com. Um, any kind of platform, if you wanna find me, it you know, best bet is to find me at holisticbucks. Um, and yeah, right now I'm really just focusing on one-on-one clients for the rest of the year. Depends when you're gonna listen to this, but um, I have my my wealth coaching program, six month. Uh, one-on-one coaching program and then I also um, have 90-minute strategy calls as well so Mm, those are my preferred ways to work with people one-on-one um so yeah it's either like a long-term coaching program if there's like more goals that you're kind of working towards or you want to a huge overhaul of your finances uh, Mm. versus my 90 minute strategy calls. We just focus on like one particular goal. I do like a complete audit within that 90 minutes. I also, um, you know, as a holistic wealth coach, I also incorporate, um, a lot of wellness tools and and, and practices and rituals. So at the end of my calls, the depends on the individual, what call sometimes you do like a meditation or I'll do like a tapping session by the time we're done, you know, um, just to also, um, Pay mind to to that person's uh, to to the mindset piece around their
0: finances, mm-hmm. right? I love As that. Well. I love. I think that's what separates you from everybody else. That's why I think <laughs> to shine. I really, really Thank love you. that. Yeah. Encourage everybody because we had such difficult uh, tech difficulties. Unfortunately, everybody's going to listen to this when Kathy stops recording. Morgan, come back on into the Zoom. Come back in, okay? Because it's going to cut you off. Oh, okay. But we yeah. still want to chat. Um, but everybody else, thank you for joining Patreon. We've had some really fun new people. Uh, we're at, Kathy's adding a tier. There's like going to be a lot more uh, offer things to offer and um, it keeps our podcast going. Yep. And um, uh, yeah, that's Yeah, it. It's a
1: good thing. It's a good thing. We love it. Thank you so much, everybody.
0: All right. Love you. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you. High five. Great Thanks, time, guys. Thanks for having
1: me. Thank you, Thanks. Addie. Okay. All right. See you later, Don. Oh, wait,
0: Kathy. Can you make it stop without cutting us off? I'm gonna try.
1: I'm gonna try. Okay. Everybody calm Gosh, down. Here, here we I go. go. Open up my window To
0: substitute outside I don't want to feel The sunshine I want to sleep